the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. A program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you today on a wonderful Sunday afternoon throughout Central Florida. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Have a great show with great guests today. In fact, it's another one of our edition of our Roger Franklin Williams Show 2022 election series presented by, of course, Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. A little bit later in our program, we look forward to being joined uh, by Congressman Dan Webster. Also later in the show, we look forward to being joined by Scotty Moore, who's a candidate for United States Congress District 9, which is primarily the Osceola County, South Orange County, and some Polk County. But right now, we're pleased to be joined in the studio by a great candidate for the Florida House of Representatives, Nate Robertson. Thanks for joining us, Nate. Good to see you. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for having me today. And why don't we just get started, first of all, to kind of set the stage for our listeners, because we're having a lot of candidates, as you can tell, on our show. Tell us a little bit about the district that you are, the position that you're seeking in the Florida House Representatives and the specific geographical area that that it covers. Absolutely. So I am running for District 40 for um, the the Florida House Representatives, which covers Ocoee down to 50, so West Colonial. So basically from 429 at West Colonial, that Ocoee section of that area up to about McCormick Road, and then all the way to the east at College Park at I-4. So West Colonial is the southern border from 429 to I-4, includes Ocoee, Pine Hills, Lockhart, Rosemont, and College Park. And it includes most of Ocoee and most of College Park, all of Pine Hills, and most of Lockhart and Rosemont as well. And from my understanding, you know, we've had uh, redistricting. You know, right. It's been a redistricting year, so a lot of the districts, if not all of them, are going to be somewhat different, if not radically different, and, and right. yours is, is one of those, correct? It is. So this district that used to be called District 45, and it used to include like South Apopka and part of Winter Garden, and still Ocoee and Pine Hills, but it didn't have as much of the Lockhart, Rosemont, and, and, and College Park. So it basically shifted it more towards the east and took away South Apopka and that Winter Garden section. And can you share so you why you chose to, to seek to serve in the in the House Representatives? Yeah, absolutely. My wife and I moved into Ocoee about almost three years ago. And as we moved in, I really just began looking around and looking around at what had been happening in the community. Um, and I really just felt like I was noticing that there was a lot of neglect of the community. There hadn't been a lot of focus on the community and that there needed to be more attention, especially when you look at the Pine Hills area, which has really been neglected, I would say, for at least 10 years, if not longer. And one more thing about the dynamics of your race. Do you have a a primary uh, opponent? Will you be on the ballot for the primary Right. So I will not be on the ballot for the August primary. I am unopposed as the Republican nominee. So I don't have that election and that stress as some of the candidates you'll be speaking to today have. But I will be on the November 8th ballot and I will be running against whatever the Democrat is that is selected in August. And as we we were talking before off the air and, you know, it's it's been a while, years, I guess, since a Republican has actually um, represented that area, That's general right. area, in the House of Representatives. You know, what has uh, led you to seek this challenge, which is going to be a, a challenging uh, uh, campaign, a camp- challenging race? Sure. You know, what's what really led me to seek this seat is the reality that my children and all the children in this district deserve a better future. They deserve more. Each one of the families in this district deserve more money in their pockets. They deserve more opportunity for economic prosperity. They, they deserve to have more educational choice. They, they deserve to have things that 
feel like they've been lacking or maybe even diminishing. We need to be looking at how do we make you know, this area stronger and better for each and every person that lives there and not diminishing. And I think that even though it is a challenge, right? I mean, a lot of people have forgotten about this area. Republicans for a long time have said it wasn't possible. I think that it is possible because of the reality that there are people who are telling me every day that things are worse than they were five, 10 years ago. And I ask everybody that question, are things better or worse than they were? And as they tell me that things were worse, I'm always talking to them about how can we make things better? How can we secure more economic prosperity? How can we make sure that people have more freedom, have more access to educational choice? Those are the reasons that I feel like it's important to run this race. We're speaking with Nate Robertson, candidate for the Florida House of Representatives, District 40, which, as we're hearing, encompasses a big chunk of West Orlando, West, West Orange County. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Nate, you know, many people um, in, back in the day, including myself, you get involved and in actually you know, heavily in politics um, because they're of inspirational figures that, that they have in their lives. Um, is there anybody that's like that uh, for you personally that you, you know, admire or that you, know, you find inspiration from? Yeah, I mean, I think, number one, I find inspiration in my faith. You know, Jesus is definitely the most inspirational figure, you know, though I haven't met him in the flesh, right? And he he really is what guides and directs my, my steps and my moves and why I, you know, want to be the best version of myself, right, that I can be. I think, you know, in, in the flesh, I mean, I definitely take inspiration from, you know, past leaders that we've had, you know, definitely President Reagan, and definitely, you know, Governor DeSantis and the inspiration that they have been in making sure that Florida remains free, right? You know, especially with the governor, making sure that Florida remains free and that we continue to expand upon the freedoms that we have here in this state. And can you talk about, um, you know, are there, you know, you know, you know, obviously we can feel, see the heart that you have for community, wanting to be an inspirational figure yourself in, in the community, helping it to, to build and improve. Um, are, are there any other specific issues that um, you know, would be priorities for you if you sure. were to be elected? Yeah, absolutely. I think that the number one priority needs to be educational choice and ad- additional funding for that in my area. So, you know, we have the Seven for Students program, and it's a great program. A lot of parents that I talk to don't know that the funding exists. And then the second question I ask them is, do they have reliable transportation to get their child to a school of their choice? And a lot of them say that they don't. So what are we doing to make sure that there's more educational options in District 40, you know, in Pine Hills, in Lockhart, in Rosemont, in College Park, and in Ocoee? How are we working on increasing additional um, educational options with procuring property to start new schools? I think the next thing that's really important is about small businesses. How are we fortifying small businesses and how are we helping small businesses to get started? I'd like to see marketing dollars set aside where small businesses can apply for marketing dollars so they can get their messages out. Right, so that they can become stronger businesses in our communities. I'm also really concerned about personal freedom, people having the information that they need right, to make informed decisions for them and their family. And those, I would say, are the three main priorities for me. Wonderful. Yes, and I was just going to follow that up quickly. I know you mentioned Governor DeSantis and, of course, President Reagan. He was my inspirational figure okay. for getting uh, as involved as I did. Um, and and you you mentioned also uh, you know just uh, personal liberties personal freedoms I think that certainly a priority for me um, especially after the whole 2020 which which I felt was a, an, an overzealous response to you know the COVID um, you know situation if you will uh, personally I think government overreach stepped on sure. uh, individual rights our con- our constitutional liberties including um, uh, freedom of religion. Um, Can you share your your thoughts uh, on on that specific issue? Yeah, I I am really concerned. And I was very concerned in 2020 and, you know, and forward about government feeling like they have the ability to take away people's individual freedoms and rights when it comes to making decisions that are best for them and their family. When we talk about medical decisions, especially, right, people need to have as much information as possible so that they can make the best choice for them. We shouldn't be telling people that you have to do this or else. Anytime that the government begins to tell people, do this or you're going to lose your ability to make money, we are in a dangerous place. And we must make sure that we're pushing back, you know, against that. Well said, well stated. We need more people like you (laughs) that that feel that way uh, in government and, and, you know, everywhere. Well, Nate, um, before we we go, it's been great to have you join us. Friends, we're speaking with Nate Robertson. 
the Republican candidate for the Florida House of Representatives, uh, seat number 40, which is uh, roughly is West Orlando, West Orange County, and he will be on the ballot in the general election facing the Democrat uh, um, uh, nominee. Can you tell us a bit about your personal background? Sure. Yeah, so I grew up in Buffalo, New York. I was born and raised up there, and I went to college in western Tennessee. I then lived in um, um, Alabama, South Carolina, Kentucky, and then I've been here in Florida since 2016. You know, I have a really strong faith that really informs a lot of the decisions I make and a lot of my opinions. I grew up in the home of a, of a preacher, and my dad has been in ministry for over 50 years. You know, my wife and I have been married for almost 15 years, and we have two boys, a 13-year-old and a 2-year-old. Yeah, it's a huge gap. But we're really blessed to have both of them. You know, and really everything that I do and the reason that I'm taking this great sacrifice really to run for office is because of my boys and making sure that they have a better future, making sure that this district has more funding raining down on it, right? That we have funding coming to this district to make sure that we have the ability to increase economic prosperity for everybody. Thank you for joining us today and best wishes to you along the campaign trail. Um, If somebody would like to, you know, would like to reach you, how, how can listeners do that? Absolutely. You can go to votenaterobertson.com. That's votenaterobertson.com. You can check out my website there. We have 12 videos on there. You can submit a contact form and get a hold of us right away. I'd love to meet each and every one of our, my, the listeners here, especially that live in the district, always looking for donations, always looking for signs to be put in people's yards to continue to get our messages out. Well, great. Appreciate you coming over and joining us. It's always great to see uh, good people coming along and, and getting, getting, seeking to serve as elected officials. Thanks so much. Well, friends, we're going to go to break in a moment. We're, of course, that's Nate Robertson, candidate for the Florida House of Representatives, Republican candidate. He's running for seat number 40, which is, as we discussed, is generally west, big part of West Orlando, West Orange County. Uh, before, we're going to be joined by Scotty Moore, candidate for Congress a little bit later, and Congressman Dan Webster a little bit later after that. Before we go to that break, though, I want to let you know about that now that we are solidly into the summer season and, and of course, the hurricane season as well, I want you to know about the guys up at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. They have everything you'll need for all of your lawn and garden needs, all of your landscaping needs, and everything you'll need for hurricane preparation and cleanup. Popka Moore Equipment Repair sells only the best outdoor power equipment products. You can find out more about them at apopkamower.com. That's apopkamower.com. Popka Mower and Equipment Repair, where they sell the best and they fix the rest. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Well, friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today on another edition of the Roger Franklin Williams Show Election 2022 Series. Great guest. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Nate Robertson. He was a first-time guest on our show, and I thought he did great. Of course, he's a Republican candidate for the Florida House in District 40, which is West Orlando, West Orange County. And also now we're pleased to be joined in the studio by our co-host today, Derek Hicks, President of Thompson Jewelers. Derek, thanks for being here. Great to see you. Glad to be here, Roger. Looking forward to uh, talking with some of these uh, people running for office. And just a little bit later, we're going to speak with Congress. We expect to speak with Congressman Dan Webster. And but right now, we're pleased to be joined by Scotty Moore, who is, of course, a candidate for the United States Congress, District 9, which is large part, if not all of Osceola County, parts of South Orange County and parts of Polk County. Well, Scotty, thank you for joining us again today. And, you know, it, it's been only about a week since you joined us, but you've had at least one major development in your campaign, positive development. Um, why don't you share that with our listeners? Well, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on uh, the show. Mr. Hicks, I'm glad you're here, too. Looking forward to having a great, robust discussion. But, yes, big news. You know, the life of a candidate is going everywhere, on the phone, traveling, connecting, sharing you know, who I am, what I believe, why I'm running for U.S. Congress, why it matters, hoping to earn people's votes. Uh, but also it's uh, connecting with other politicians and inviting them to be a part of the process. And so earlier this week, I received a phone call from Senator Ted Cruz himself. We had a fantastic dis- discussion. I've 
I met with him when I was up in Washington, D.C. last month. We had a fantastic, a robust discussion. And I think it was because of that discussion that he decided to call me and he put his full weight and name and endorsement behind and support behind my campaign and myself. And so we are now officially and fully endorsed and supported by Senator Ted Cruz. So that's a fantastic uh, update for us. Congratulations to you. And, you know, that's a huge, um, just a huge, uh, um, you know, feather in your cap. Absolutely. Um, now, can you talk about, let us pick up there. And I, I want to really emphasize with you and especially with Congressman Webster when we speak to him about the primary election on August 23rd, because I know from personal experience and observation, a lot of voters think only in terms of the general election. But actually, we've got crowded primaries, uh, heated primaries um, in the Republican Party uh, this year all across the board. And these elections are vitally important. Your race is one of those. You do have opponents uh, in the Republican primary, which will be on August the 23rd. Can you just talk about you know, why you felt, you know, Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz thought you were the best candidate and why you feel you uh, the uh, you were the best candidate for the voters to, to, to carry their flag for the Republicans in the general election. Yes, yes, great. You're absolutely right. Re- Listen, primaries matter because they are the ones, they are the ones where, which decide who is going to be the nominee. And a lot of times people wait to get involved until the general, but what they don't understand or maybe they, they're not considering is that we run the risk of not getting the right candidate through the primary. And what I often say when I'm on the campaign trail is I say, listen, not all candidates are alike. They may have an R or they may call themselves conservative, but are you looking at the record? Are they consistent? Do they, do they connect and believe in what you believe with? And we've seen time and time again, and even most recently, that people in Congress currently right now who call themselves Republican are not conservative or not putting America first. And they enter into that rhino category. They are more of the swamp, and it's very, very dangerous. And I don't hear anything and don't misinterpret anything that I'm saying. However, what I'm trying to say is is that it's very, very important that the listeners understand who is in the primary and who are you willing to get that primary into to go head-to-head, in my case, against Democrat Darren Soto, who votes 100% of the time with Nancy Pelosi. And so he is very complicit with what is happening right now. With the high gas, the out-of-control economy, the the out-of-control prices and inflation and even borderline recession, you know, our wages are going down. The power of the the dollar is going down. This is all because of the policies of President Biden, Pelosi, and as a result, Darren Soto. And so it's so important that your listeners understand that we need you guys to show up to vote. Now, here in Florida, we have closed primaries. And what that means is if you're not a declared Republican or a declared Democrat, you can only vote in the, the Republican primary if you're a declared Republican. You can only vote in the Democrat Party if you're declared Democrat. If you are NPA or if you're nonpartisan independent, you do not have the opportunity to vote on one or the other. And so per- perhaps it's worthy of consideration to get into the Republican Party uh, and, and have a chance to make your voice heard and known. You can still vote independent however you want. But that's really important. And so I believe that I'm the right candidate. And obviously, Senator Cruz does not send out his, his endorsement very often. And so he's very careful about attaching his name and his credibility to a candidate. And so I believe I have a distinct honor of having him be a part of Team Scotty. Well, you know, I think that's so important, something you said, is I know uh, most Republican conservative voters get fed up with we somebody talks big, they say they're a big conservative, then they get to Washington and they start becoming a rhino, or they don't fight for the beliefs that the voters back home put them there. And so I'm glad yes. to hear that you will not compromise. There are some things you can compromise with the other side, but there's many things that are core beliefs you cannot compromise you speak of Darren Soto. I mean, he's basically borderline socialist. You can't compromise with this socialist. You have to defeat a socialist. Absolutely. You are absolutely right. And that's why I put America first front and center, because we are at significant risk of, of having our country going down a direction that we are going to be hard to recover from. This election, more than ever, is so significant, and we need people to show up. And you are absolutely right, Mr. Hick, that we cannot negotiate with people who are trying to destroy our country. There is one choice. We either don't, we, we don't allow them to, to win or 
they get the people in, like Darren Soto, who are going to continue on bringing us down this direction. And so everything is on the line. We must flip this seat from blue to red. We need to defeat Democrat Darren Soto. We need to take back the House so that we can fire Nancy Pelosi and then we can begin the process of helping save America and have an America First agenda. Friends, we're speaking with Scotty Moore on the Roger Frank and Williams show. Scotty Moore is a candidate for United States Congress, District, Congressional District 9, which is most, if not all, of Osceola County, parts of South Orange County, and parts of Polk County. And he is in a Republican primary on August 23rd. The winner will face, as we're, you're hearing, Congressman Darren Soto, the Democrat incumbent. And I'd like to ask you, Scotty, one, you know, it's, I'm encouraged to hear you, you know, proclaim that you're the America First candidate, because I think that really really helps sets the stage, if you will, and helps people kind of you know, define and, and know where you're coming from. And I think we need we need more of that from the Republicans. We need to, I think, start holding our Republican candidates and elected officials to a higher standard. And, and you're certainly declaring you know, where you're coming from um, with your America First um, agenda. And speaking of which, and you talked about, you know, many of the, of the really deplorable things that are happening, you know, with Biden's leadership one of those is obviously the energy situation and, you know, the fact that the Biden administration and I would say virtually all Democrats, if not literally all Democrats, um, you know, want to shut down uh, oil exploration in America, want to make us an essentially want to make want to be, an America to be in an oil dependent, um, you know, country and even, you know, or open Many of them openly want to do away with with fossil fuels and, and fossil fuel type energy. Can you address that, please? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and listen, let's not let's not mince words here. The the, the radical left are really trying to destroy America, destroy our way of life, our capitalistic society, where we're having an entrepreneurial mindset, and and that includes energy independence. And look at it wasn't that long ago it was under President Trump that we were totally energy independent. And we were thriving. We have what we need now. On day one, Biden shut down the Keystone Pipeline and stopped allowing drilling to happen. And he's out begging for oil from Saudi Arabia and also Venezuela. These places that also support terrorism. This is horrible. Uh, He's allowing, uh, and not only that, but he's also giving away our strategic oil reserves to China and other places. This is just, this is actively destroying America. We must, the reason why I say America first is because we must put our people first. And I say that having a Brazilian wife who became a U.S. citizen legally, by the way. And so my wife is a Brazilian American. She became a naturalized citizen legally through the process. And and I say that, that we must put America first. Any good leader must care for his or her people. And that's what President Trump did. He put Americans first, and we saw that in the economy. We saw that in our energy independence, the renegotiating of so many deals, NAFTA to become USMCA, so many holding China and also South Korea and others to the line, making sure people are paying their fair dues with uh, the, the different entities that we're involved in that so many times people just assume and believe that America should pay for everything. That is what America first means. It's because it's really about I've got a 14-year-old and an 11-year-old daughter. What kind of future are they going to inherit from us? And what about my unborn grandkids that I hope are yet to come? And what about your grandkids and future grandkids? That is what we're fighting for right here. And we must, we must push forward and stay true to that or else we risk losing America. I agree 100 million percent, and I'll add one to it. What about me and everybody who's listening to this program <laughs> two <laughs> years from now? Yes. That's what I'm, that's what I'm concerned fast. about. Yes. Uh, well, Scotty, it's great to catch up with you again. I really uh, am, am inspired by your enthusiasm and, and your positions. And uh, before you sign off, um, could you share how uh, you know, those that would like to support you can, can reach you? Yes, thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. Hicks. I really look forward to connecting more with you and uh, earning your vote as well. Thank you for the time. Obviously, Mr. Williams, thank you so much as well. Scotty Moore for Congress.com. That's Scotty with a Y, M-O-O-R-E for Congress.com. We have 32 more days, my friend, 32 more days until August 23rd, the primary. Some of your listeners may already have absentee ballots in their mailbox or at home. on the, And so you can just fill in that little oval that says Scotty Moore, Scotty with a Y. But tell your friends, tell people. And by the way, if you want to donate anything from $5 all the way up to the maximum of 5800 we need that because donations are fuel for the campaign. That's how we get the message out. 
I tell people that they may have an amazing vehicle, but if there's no fuel in that gas tank, it doesn't leave the garage. And so we need your help. And it's going to take everybody. People invest in what they care about. If you care about the United States of America, don't just talk about it. What are you going to do about it? Let's do this together. I want to help you. ScottyMoreForCongress.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Get on my website. Thank you so much for this opportunity, and let's do this together, my friend. Thank you. Scotty Moore, candidate for Congress. Yeah, good talking to you. Friends, we're going to go a quick break. When we come back, we look forward to being joined by Congressman Dan Webster on the Roger Franklin Williams Show with co-host Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Welcome back to another edition of the Roger Franklin Williams Show Election 2022 series. We're joined in the studio by our co-host, Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. And right now, we are very pleased to be joined by Congressman Dan Webster. Congressman Webster, thank you for joining us, first of all. But also, I want to say thank you for the leadership that you have have exhibited and for the the great work that you have done um, in in just advancing constitutional principles, constitutional liberties for, for now many years, back when you were a leader and um, you know, many, many when you were a voice crying in the wilderness, literally, um, and you've seen many positive things come to fruition. And I just want to acknowledge that and, and thank you for the the great work that you've done that 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 you know that we know about and 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 most of which we don't know about. Yes, well, it's uh, great to be on. Glad so for a chance to kind of espouse what I'm doing. Good thing. And, and why don't we start there? Um, you know, I'd love to have you just talk about any particular issue or legislation um, that you want the voters to know about that, that's important uh, to you and important to uh, to the country? Well, one of the issues uh, which has been top of the list from the day I was elected, uh, the same exact issue, thinking who knows if anything will ever change, a few things here and there. But uh, I've long, been a long and consistent uh, record of fighting for life. Uh, it's our first God-given and most fundamental right. And so uh, I'm sure you remember that also I was uh, one of the, uh, I was I was the leader of the fight to save Terry Shiva's life at the end of her life. Uh, also led the fight to require ultrasound to be conducted and expectant moms and offered the opportunity to see the results before they got the abortion. You know, I've consistently tried to vote against uh, Planned Parenthood and taxpayer dollars going to fund or promote abortions, all, all those things have been, uh, I guess, at the top of the list. Uh, I mean, just to give you an example, I just thought about this, uh, out, uh, how out of touch uh, the Democrats are, the liberal House Democrats, uh, while uh, disingenuously claiming that they were codifying Roe v. Wade just last week, uh, Speaker Pelosi had a bill that allowed everything, uh, abortion on demand, uh, and disregarded every state law that ever been uh, gotten through uh, that helped mitigate that one way or another, not completely end it. None of those did, but they did uh, offer some uh, some hope. And uh, so only one Democrat opposed that bill. The bill uh, would uh, abolish existing state laws preventing late-term abortions, creating a national standard permitting late-term abortions, uh, promoting the practice of of just uh, killing children after they're born just because uh, they didn't like the sex or race or that they had a disability, something like that. Um, this is our most precious gift, and it doesn't become less valuable just because a Down syndrome diagnosis, for example, last week uh, the vote of, was uh, grievous, and I, I gratefully appreciate Senator Manchin, a Democrat, and the Senate Republicans who will prevent this bill from becoming law. So this shows that the fight for life is going to go on, and it's never going to end. It's going to be there. And they, they've shown that in the 
the first couple of weeks after the after the decision. So anyway, all that's there, and we're going to keep fighting. Well, Congressman Webster, thank you so much for your stand for life. I've heard some of your opponents try to claim that you're not conservative. I've kind of followed your record, and I know you're very conservative, but I've heard that out there a lot more recently, and I would just like you to address that. I don't think they know what they're talking about. Um, even even my uh, ardent enemies have said, Daniel Webster, a, a, a rhino? Unbelievable, <laughs> impossible, impossible. He's not. He's one of our hated enemies. We don't like him. We don't like his policies. So, you know, from both sides, uh, they'll tell you, I'm, I'm not a, a rhino. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I am for life. Matter of fact, I think well, I'm one of the one of the most uh, pro-life people in in Congress, and was in the state house and state senate. Was one of my chief issues. Not one year, not two years, but every year, there was a fight over something, including my last year. So, in the senate, and then I moved to the house, and we were back at it again. No, and I would just so, like to add, you add to that too. You, Dan Webster was. A, a leader, if not the leader, I would say the leader of the whole right to life movement back in the early 80s. And this is a time when nobody ever thought Roe v. Wade would ever be overturned. Um, and it was at a time when it, back in those days when Democrats not only controlled Congress, um, had a vice grip on Congress, um, but they also controlled the Florida legislature. They control the, the Florida Senate and the, and the Florida House. And that that's how far Dan Webster goes back. To, to fighting for basic constitutional issues and especially especially the right to life. It, yeah, thank you and, for and, that because that's so true. And along those lines, Congressman Webster, can you talk about you know just one of the realities is that that I mean I'm dealing with this myself. Um, you know the 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 country has has taken such a the, the Democrat Party and, and which now is control and presidency. United States Senate, United States Congress um, has gone so completely to the left. There's no way to put it. The hard left, woke, whatever you want to call it. Um, and a lot of people are, are, you know, are dis- discouraged by that, um, patriotic Americans. But, but as someone who really fought these battles for, for our constitutional liberties, for patriotic America, if you will, for the right to life, when the odds looked overwhelming, when you first entered politics back in the 80s, what would you say to those that, that might be getting a little tired, a little discouraged? Yeah, don't give up. And this uh, 40-some years of waiting and having a, a Supreme Court that would uh, overturn Roe v. Wade was something we dreamed of but never thought it would come to fruition, and it did. And we're just really excited about that. Uh, I, we were going around uh, a couple weeks ago when it first happened, uh, saying this is not a time to uh, do anything other than rejoice. We want to rejoice that this has happened, giving us the opportunity. There's some things to do. There's some things we'll continue doing, especially at the state legislative level. Uh, level. It kind of makes me want to come back, come back to the House or come back to the Senate and fight there because there, there's going to be a real fight uh, uh, among states just to see how far they'll go. That's why, though, there's the House is trying to codify uh, abortion rights globally in the in the federal government, so that no state can can get in and uh, in in their terms muck it up. Uh, I uh, I think the court acted they acted in a way that said no, this is a an issue for the state, and whatever they want to do, they can do. How, uh, Congressman uh, Webster, also, I'd like to ask you about how about the issues that are. The top two, I think, for most of, of Americans, especially in our district, too, the the energy price, gas prices, and then the inflation. Yes, uh, the the cost of living is going up, not by a one or two percent, but by a major, major, major amount. And the uh, cost of gas is almost doubled, and uh, the uh, that goes into not only furnishing your uh, uh, trips. Uh, with your vehicle, if you don't have an electric vehicle, but also uh, your uh, your heating bill and all of that uh, is based on carbon fuel and and using it as a as a way to heat your home. So uh, I think we're we're in trouble. Then the, the whole idea of just food prices and and other prices that uh, construction prices 
those are all going up. And it uh, wasn't because of the war. It wasn't because of anything other than uh, the Democrats have failed to act, and they don't they don't have any intention of acting. They, they want the prices to be higher. They want people to be uh, servant to... Uh, to higher prices so that they can maintain their their uh, uh, global uh, control of, of energy. And so, anyway, I think that's, uh, that's something that's just uh, got to be dealt with. I don't know why the administration has at least uh, not made an attempt, but uh, not, not much less solving the problem. I think it's a, a great problem we've got, and we need to help uh, figure it out and solve it. Basically, what we need to do is go back to where we started and uh, free up the, uh, the uh, amount of oil being produced in, in our own country. Therefore, we would control the prices, not anybody else. We're speaking with Congressman Dan Webster on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And Congressman Webster, thank you for joining us. Really appreciate you sharing with us. Right now, I do want to emphasize he is involved in a, there's a primary election on August 3rd, uh, 23rd. Congressman Webster will be on the ballot on August 23rd in that Republican primary. Um, before we go, I just have one more brief question, and it kind of follows up the last question I had about, you know, encouraging people not to be discouraged. And, you know, you are literally a master of grassroots politics. And by what that means, I'll define that by saying, you know, what, what individual citizens can do even by themselves or even just small groups of their friends and neighbors and family, there's a lot that... that people can do to help influence an election for the candidate they're supporting. And a lot of people don't really know uh, these, these tech, these tactics or techniques. Can you, sh- uh, can you share a little bit about from your, you know, your vast experience and, and, and knowledge? What are just a few little things that, that our listeners can do to, to help improve our, the, the chances of their, their candidate winning? Well, I think it's skewing the turnout. That's one of the big things we used to talk about all the time. If you're in a, a Sunday school class and, left to themselves, uh, you know, there's going to be 25% probably don't vote, maybe more, uh, and then uh, one half will go one way and one half will go the other, and that's, that's about it. That's not true. You get in, you talk to your neighbors and family and church members and class members and convince them to go in a certain way, not only can you get a 100% turnout, which would skew the turnout, but also they would all be voting in unison for a particular candidate or issue or something else. That is an awesome way of people thinking, I can't do anything. Yes, you can. Everybody's in a group. Everybody's got a, a set of friends. Everybody's got uh, some neighbors, and you can influence them. They don't. A lot of people don't know who to vote for, so they just don't go to the polls. But you know who to vote for. Get out there, tell them, encourage them, turn them out and you'll uh, make a big, big difference in what happens. Exactly what, what Derek <laughs> has done with his family as well. Congressman Dan Webster, thank you so much for joining us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show, and best wishes to you in, in the August 23rd primary and then the general election beyond that and, and all your endeavors. Yes, good good talking thank with you. you, Congressman. Enjoyed it. Great talking to you all. Thank you for letting me be on. Uh, good uh, good to uh, talk about the issues at hand, and uh, hopefully they'll turn out right. God bless America, and thanks for all that you have done and, and will continue to do. God bless you. Friends, we'll be right back with, uh, with Derek Hicks on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Please stay with us. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, back to the studio, here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Friends, it's great to have you joining us today. I'm really excited about all the great candidates we've had, and especially about our co-host, Derek Hicks, joining us in the studio, president of Thompson Jewelers. We'll go back to Derek in just a moment. Of course, this is another edition of the Roger Franklin Williams Show 2022 election series, and the Roger Franklin Williams Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Also want to give a shout-out again, or Let's give you a heads up about the guys at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. Now that we're solidly into summer and hurricane season, I want you to know that the guys at Apopka Mower have everything you'll need for all of your lawn and garden needs, all of your landscaping needs, and that's for homeowners, 
with yards and lots, big and small, and for businesses. And they also have everything you'll need for hurricane preparation and hurricane cleanup. They sell only the best power equipment products and lawnmowers in the business. And you can reach them, you can find them at apopkamower.com. Apopkamower.com. Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. Now back to Derek Hicks on the Roger Franklin Williams Show Election 2022 Series. And uh, Derek, it's great to see these great candidates that we have. Yeah, we, we've talked to a bunch of them and listened to them. What a good thing. Also, you know, uh, you said something that's so important. A lot of people do not get involved in the primary voting. So it's so important for your listeners to get the decide the person they like that's best and back them and go to the primary and vote for them. So that's the candidate we get in November. Because if you just wait for November, as you said, Roger, we may get a candidate who either leans type of rhino or somebody we just don't want. And then we're kind of in dilemma because that's all we have. And we have to hold our nose and vote anyway. Absolutely. And I learned that from firsthand experience as a candidate in a crowded primary way, way back in the day. And I've been a close observer since then. And so many, and I just, one thing I've learned by being actively involved, so many people just are thinking in terms of that general election. They're not thinking in terms of the primary. And you know, a lot of people are now concerned, rightfully so, um, about the rhinos, the, the, the Republicans that are literally Republican to name only, such as Cheney up in Washington. And of course, we could you know name off countless others, uh, state, local and national. Um, well, where do they come from? Well, a lot of times they, they come, they get there by winning in primaries. So the primary election is, is really where you have a chance to get that best America first, con, you know, constitution respecting and loving candidate. And again, you have to kind of do a little bit of your research, because as you know, when it becomes the uh, primary, you get almost every Republican saying how great Reagan is and how they're a Reagan Republican. And then they get to Washington and they're not a Reagan Republican. They move toward the middle. We get so many of that or they get caught up in the D.C. politics. So you really have to find these people who have strong core convictions. And if you listen kind of closely, you can begin to pick it out. And and one thing I'd like to add, kind of pick up our conversation with with Congressman Dan Webster, is there's so much that individuals can do to help influence an election. And I really never learned that until I was actually a candidate. And the reason I want to kind of and and actually I learned a lot of it from Dan Webster, literally, because he was an an enormous help on my campaign. He helped actually to supervise it, if you will. He was in the Florida legislature at the time. And but but one of the great things I learned from that experience was there's a lot of things individuals can do that can help your candidate win. And it's very simple things. You don't need money. You don't need anything. Um, And it's something that, Derek, you do with your own family. Just first of all, start by telling your immediate family who you're voting for, why, and encourage them to vote for that person, the ones you feel strongly about. Then expand it out a little bit more, whether it's people at church, like like Congressman Webster uh, suggested, whether it's your Rotary Club, your Civic Club, it doesn't matter. Whatever your sphere of influence is, your next-door neighbor, if you live in an apartment complex, whatever. Um, but we all have contact with some people, and and you know, the way to do it is to let those people know who you're supporting, let them know why you're supporting them, and then encourage them and uh, and, and, and essentially make sure that, that they show up and vote on Election Day. Well, exactly, Roger. And you know it's so important now. It's You always hear this is the most important election in our lifetime, but it is. Never before has the republic itself been in jeopardy. We always had Democrats and Republicans and independents, but most of the time, even the Democrats were much, they aren't even the same. Well, they were pro-American. Yeah, they were (laughs) pro-American, loved America, and and the core values of all were pretty similar, but it's not like that anymore. The Democratic Party basically is a socialist party. So if they win and they take total control of everything, you think gas prices are high now? You think inflation is high now? It was only begun. And I'd like to pick up where you were you know, the great point, Derek, and I'd really like to pick up on that and talk about it in the time we have left. And then also I'm going to continue to make a focus of that going forward, because I don't think a lot of people, even patriotic uh, 
people on our side, you know, understand this isn't due to incompetence. You know, the, the fact that the gas prices are like they are, the fact that we're not, um, you know, utilizing our own oil reserves, the fact that we're totally dependent now on people like Saudi Arabia, even Russia, for that matter, uh, um, you know, for our gas, which you know, fuels our whole every our life here in America. Um, it, it, it's not incompetence that, that the prices are like they are. It's by design. It's all part of this so-called green agenda. And and the you know most Democrats, I mean, I don't, and I can't think of one that 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 opposes any of this, um, want to completely do away with fossil fuels, to, to do away with an economy based on gas and oil and things like that, and um, and and this is just the the they're how they're doing that basically. And and exactly, and that's why it's so important. What you were saying, your sphere of influence, it's important for every individual. To a lot of people don't want to talk about politics. I've always told you before. I joke about it. My house, we talk about religion, politics. We nothing is off the table, and we, uh, my family, a lot of times we'll have disagreements, but it's all we do it in love and friendship, and that's what you have to do. And I know sometimes it's awkward. Sometimes it may not be easy. But if you have a candidate you like, if you love Governor Ron DeSantis, then you get that sign out in your yard. You tell your family and your friends, I love Governor Ron because he's the one that helped keep us free. I have my own story about Governor Ron DeSantis. Small business. If I would have been in any of most other states, Thompson Jewelers would not be here. Governor Ron DeSantis voted that we were able to open again in a short period of time. He stood for freedom. There's a lot of states that didn't stand for freedom. And if you were a small business person, the chances are, unless you had a deep pockets, you would be out of business now. Well stated, Derek, and so true. And that is because, once again, differences in the parties, virtually every state, every governmental entity that wanted to have these severe lockdowns, which I said from day one were a gross exaggeration um, and a gross overstepping of government bounds and and, and uh, stepping on uh, our liberties, our constitutional, what should have been our con- constitutionally protected uh, liberties, God-given rights as citizens. Uh, virtually every Democrat that I know, um, state, local, national, w- was all for that kind of thing. So, so yeah, if, if you want a, a society and a country and, and uh, that's, that's in a town um, that's locked down, <laughs> that the gover- government bureaucrats tell you when you can open your business, uh, they tell you whether you can wear a ma- when to wear a mask or not. Right. They tell you to get in a vaccination, and if you don't, you lose your job or have more, even more severe consequences. That's the Democrats. If you want to live a life of freedom uh, that, you know, that we have a right to do as God, um, it, you know, products of God, um, with our God-given rights, then I would, I would, you know, you need to vote for the Republicans. It, it, it's literally that simple. Well, look what's happened now. You had them. You mentioned the COVID and the vaccines. How they forced, tried to force so many people to get the vaccines. We were called to listen to the experts. You know, it's better not to always to listen to the experts because many of the experts are not experts. So they told everyone came out and said, if you get this shot, you won't catch the COVID. Well, they were wrong. They said, if you get the boosters, you won't get the COVID. They were wrong. They said, if you get all the shots and all the boosters, you'll get the COVID, but you'll never die. Hundreds of people are dying who've had the boosters and all both shots. So another Including one, Joe Biden. What, and, what has, I mean, who, he's yes, got it, even though he's, he's got had it every, now, he's every, had shot, every shot, every man. booster. Right. So the experts were wrong. You always want freedom where you get to choose. And if you chose to get the shots, you prayed about it, you thought about it, you talked with your doctor and you got the shot, that's fine. But if you choose not to get the shot, that's fine, too. That's the way America works. Great point, Derek. It's a great, great point to, to end on. Absolutely. On our show. And, you know, and that's the thing that I would encourage our listeners. And a lot of these things that are happening, and the thing, just to pick up about the experts, and that's one thing that, that I've learned, I think, many years ago, and I would encourage others to do exactly what you said, is when somebody declares, first of all, when the media, when yes. somebody self-declares himself as an expert. You know it was trouble. <laughs> or the media declares him as an expert, I would encourage you to look at their background. Because what, what I've learned is, is very few of these people are actually legitimate experts. And and you know if, depending on how you you interpret the word legitimate, um, legitimate may mean may may mean, um, and I don't buy into this one either. But um, that they've got 
degrees and impressive degrees and all this kind of thing. What what that that doesn't mean that doesn't impress me much either, frankly. No. I, I think what what matters is common sense first of all. Um, you know, a certain amount of uh, of, of of technical expertise, but also um, you know an understanding of our God-given constitutional rights, and, and that's what's important. So I think a lot of these experts, you know, basically are just part of the whole woke culture. It's what they are. And, um, you know, just because somebody's got a fancy degree from a fancy college or something um, doesn't mean that I want them uh, empowering them to make the important decisions about my life and, and the life of other citizens. Again, you go back to the old saying what President Reagan said, would you trade your freedom for a little bit more security. And that's what those experts always are offering, but they never deliver. And and ben, goes back to Benjamin Franklin, who uh, the classic quote, uh, you know, those who would, who would uh, value security over freedom deserve neither. Exactly. And I couldn't agree more. No. And, and that's exactly where we're witnessing these kinds of, you know, vital, important, life-changing issues every day now. And, and then, and, and there will be, and the future of our country will be decided um, on, in, in in these elections, and we got one coming up right now. A big one. And we got to make sure we're out there voting. Derek, great to have you joining us. Glad to be here, Roger. Thanks for having me. Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. We're going to give a shout out to our producer, Jeff Sinis, and of course, our guest on the show today, Nate Robert, Robertson, Congressman Dan Webster, and Scotty Moore. Have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.